My name is Philia, and I'm here with my co-host, Yemi. Hi, guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, and fun conversations that surround our everyday life and Christ. Faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, Philia, we are continuing in the season of the Power of Parables, where we take a closer look at the parables as told by Jesus Christ, which gives us insight into the kingdom of heaven and teaches us life lessons. Hmm. Today, we will be discussing the parable of the hidden treasure and the valuable pearl. This parable is found in um, Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 to 46. I will be reading from the NIV version, but please feel free to use any version you like. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one that of great value, he went away, sold everything he had, and bought it. This is the parable of the hidden treasure and the valuable pearl. Oh, amen. Thank you for that reading, Emmy. I mean, Jesus had the wisdom to simplify these profound spiritual truths with humanity in form of these relatable stories that made it a little easier to understand. So why don't you help break down this parable for us? Okay, so this is actually two parables in one. And Jesus is giving us an explanation of what the kingdom of heaven is like or or what what the rule of him uh, of him, God and his father, Jesus, what that is like, what it looks like to be under their rule. And he says that the, the kingdom of heaven is like a valuable, um, like a hidden treasure. And it's also like a valuable pearl. Now there's a subtle difference in both, but I want to explain that a little bit closely. So with the first parable, when he talks about it being a hidden treasure, there's a man who's seeking this hidden treasure. And when he finds it, he buries it. He like finds it and buries it. And then um, and then he comes back for it. And then the second one, there's a man who is looking for pearls. And then when he finds it, he goes away, sells everything he has, and then comes back for the pearl. So it seems like it's the same thing, but it's a little bit different. The kingdom of heaven being the hidden treasure means that it's something that we really can't see, but it's a treasure and it's only hidden to those who don't see its value. So when you know its value, you go and give up everything you have for it. So that hidden treasure and the person who finds it is us, but with the valuable pearl, the, the merchant who's looking for the valuable pearl is Jesus. And so when he finds the valuable pearl, which is us, the people that are so valuable to him, he gives up everything for it. And we know he did. He gave up his life for us because he knows our value. So in both situations, it's about the value of the kingdom. One is for us to find it, to uncover it. And the other one is for Jesus to give up everything to have it. 
Wow, that's really interesting. I really like the fact that you were able to show how similar and uh, the different perspectives from both of these stories, because when you think of a hidden treasure, um, even just going out there, just on face value, not even looking at your your walk with, with God, but just if you're on the beach and you find the treasure, you want to keep that treasure sacred. You want to keep it to yourself. So in this way, in this case, in this particular story, it's like those who discover the hidden treasures will give everything up to obtain that treasure because it is so valuable to us, right? But then in the hidden pearl, right? It's like pearls are unique. They, what, what, even if you think about the dynamics of how a pearl is made, it's like one grain of sand that goes into the oyster and it's a chemical actually that that creates that 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 unique pearl and when you think of that that unique pearl is Christ giving up his life giving up being the sacrificial lamb for, for man for humanity being mm -hmm. the intercessor for us so it, it's just interesting how from both perspectives it's about giving up everything for one mm -hmm. like the greater good of one mm -hmm. and that's what I like mm -hmm. about this yeah I mean I think about the the hidden treasure i mean it's gonna sound a little shallow but <laughs> like let's say you go to the store right like mm -hmm. you go to a department store and there's this crazy mega sale mm -hmm. and you find this one-of-a-kind item right you're just you're just browsing right you're just browsing you're like oh there's a mega sale and you find this crazy one-of-a-kind item i don't know let's say for me it's a cashmere coat right like i see this cashmere coat that's marked down, marked down, marked down. And it's like a hundred bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, it's marked down from $20,000 to a hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh my God, my, my, my purse is in the car. I, I didn't come in to buy anything. I left my purse in my car. I left my purse with my friend or whatever, or, or it's cash only. And I don't carry cash and I have to go get the cash. What am I going to do? I'm going to take that coat and I'm going to hide it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to hide it in the store so no one can find it until I come back. And then I'm going to go and get what I, what, what um, the money to pay for it Obtain because everything. I know the value, yes. right? Like I know the value of that on that coat. And it's so important that I would hide it and, 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 do whatever I need to do to mm. come, come back and get it. Interesting. In the same way, like if you know the value of the kingdom of heaven, mm -hmm. you, you will do everything to get it. And I guess my question is, what will you, what value do you place on the kingdom of heaven? Wow. Um, well, I, you know, it's interesting because I think Jesus said that, you know, I most assuredly say to you, a rich man will enter into kingdom or into the kingdom of heaven with difficulty. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. So it's funny um, when you think of that, 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 that quote, I think that a rich man may not know the value of heaven because he thinks that all of his wealth is are those riches but the man who is is poor will understand the value of that one pearl because he would do anything or that hidden um hidden treasure he will do anything to obtain it which is living in eternal life in paradise. Mm. So money wouldn't have more value than that because he would understand the significance of eternal life, the significance of, of living, of living in heaven. So I think that 
Um, the reason why Jesus says that quote is because we sometimes put value on the wrong things. But when you actually understand the true value of it, that is when you cherish it the most. I agree. And I like that you brought that up because it's telling you that money is not <laughs> what you can use right. to get into the right. kingdom of heaven. You can buy right. your way to heaven. Yeah. Right? And, and, and in our current right. society, we value money, right? Everything is there's a value on everything and it's monetary. Mm -hmm. So how much were you willing to pay for this? How much are you willing to, you know, to, to, to give, to get this? And it's all placed on money. But what God is saying is that I want your love. I want your time. I want you to obey me. Those are the things that you need to do to give, to get into heaven. And those things are valuable, right? Our time is valuable. Our, our talents are valuable. Um, our obedience is valuable. Like, will we forsake the world and the things of the world to follow Jesus and take our claim into eternal life? Wow. It's, it's really interesting you said that because I remember in the reading, it said that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And goes on in John uh, chapter three, verse 16 says, and having been made perfect, he became to all of those who obey him, the author of eternal salvation. So, so I think that's really uh, a phenomenal uh, statement because it's like Jesus was that pearl. He gave up you know, everything so that we can have eternal life. So why wouldn't we cherish what he has done? Why wouldn't we cherish him? Why wouldn't we take him as that valuable hidden treasure and try to captivate it and take it all for ourselves so that we also can enjoy the life that he, he died for our sins for? Yeah. I mean, these two parables are like, they're, they're reciprocal. You know, one is us finding the value and the other one is Jesus finding in the value in us. And Jesus already found the value in us, right? Mm -hmm. He already gave up his life for us mm -hmm. so that we can have eternal life. But do we know the value, right? Mm -hmm. He already knows the value because right. he gave up his life. He says we're valuable, more precious than, um, than, than rubies and gold, gold. Yes. you know? Yes. But what, what do we think of Jesus? Do we think that he's that valuable? Hmm. Are we willing to give up everything? Like, Philia, what are you willing to give up hmm. for, for Jesus? Wow. That's really an interesting question because it's like we always think of the things that make us happy, but it's that real ultimate happiness. So if I know that these things that in my current state, they're all kind of superficial, but having you know, Christ as the ultimate sacrifice, then honestly, I would just really give up everything and just focus on that. And I know it's hard because it's easier said than done, but knowing that what we're enjoying is not real enjoyment, it's not real wealth, then, you know, I'd rather be a pauper and wait for my time than to sit here and, and, and try to gather all the riches and possibly not be able to enter the kingdom into heaven. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're correct. I think it's easier said than done because the kingdom of heaven seems so far away, yeah. even though Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is at hand, right? We can follow the rules and the guidance of Jesus Christ right now and have that eternal life. But what will I, would I give up my job? Would I give up everything that I love to follow Jesus? It depends on what, what that follow means, right? If I have to give up my job to become a, 
to, to go do missionary work, right? That's going to be really, it's really hard, right? You're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to not know where you're going to get money from. You're not going to know how you're going to take care of yourself. You're pretty much relying on God. But if he called you for it, would you go? Right. Or would you, <laughs> would you go? Okay. Like, would you say, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go to another country. I'm going to move to another country so that I can help with, uh, let's say women need help in childbirth. Like all the women are dying in childbirth and they need people to help with nursing techniques or whatever mm -hmm. that they can train you on. Mm -hmm. Would you give up your life and do that? Right. Forsake everything if God told you to do that. Mm. I, I mean, I think you have to have that strong pull. You have to have the strong hold for it. Yeah. yeah. You, in, it's funny you said that because I, I think of my current situation now, right? I've mentioned several times that when I left teaching, you know, and took this new job, you know, I left on faith. I said, you know what? I'm not sure what the new plan is. I just know this is not it, right? And I ended up getting a, a job that paid $50,000 less, but I'm not stressed. Like I think of gas prices, for instance, right now, right? Having to drive all the way to Coney Island from Queens. Um, now I have a job that's literally 10 minutes away. I don't have to go into work five days a week. I only have to go into work one day a week. I get to drop my kids. I get to pick them up. The stress that I used to have in making so much more and being a, a little more comfortable is does not compare to the peace of mind that I have now. So I think that if if God is showing me that I can be okay on so little, imagine the promise that he has in saying that, don't worry about all those, I have you. I, I, I will give you the ultimate peace and, and, and the ultimate gratitude and grace that will allow you to come into, you know, have eternal life. So if I'm getting just a glimpse of that, just by my job alone at, and, and living well off of something less, then I, I know what God has in store. Amen. 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 I love that you shared that because sometimes we just need to step out on faith and trust God and trust his process. And it's really, really hard to see in the moment because it's scary. And if you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from, mm -hmm. it's really, really hard. But God wants us to trust him. And he wants to, us to know that there is value in trusting him and value in following his way and value and in, in being obedient to him, that he will reward you. He said it over and over. We looked at the different parables about the different types of servants. And are you going to be foolish? Are you going to be wise? Are you going to, you know, whatever you want to do with what God gave you. He wants you to do these things. And he wants to show you in this life that there is results from following. It's a part of the principle. You you build your house on solid foundation, it will be longstanding. You um, put you put the talents and treasury and time he's giving you to work, you will be rewarded. So he's showing us these principles in the parables and yeah. we just need to have faith. faith. We yes. just need to be secure because we know the value of following him. Oh, I think that this was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed this parable and just being able to uh, attribute our day, our everyday life um, and Christ and, and be able to see how this relates to us. So I think that, um, you know, in the end, Jesus was the sacrifice for our wrongdoing. And we know that that everything that we do, we do in 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 the faith of God and all things are, po are possible. 
what God's doing. So amen. 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 Well, stay tuned for announcements and our closing prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the parable of the hidden treasure and valuable pearl. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast on the parable of the fishing net. This can be taken from Matthew 13 verses 47 to 50. We are very excited to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesdays YouTube live discussion, where we will be covering the power of parables and how they relate to our lives in Christ. This will take place tonight at 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And don't forget to like us comment, share with family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Now, since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come in agreement with us for this closing. Father God, grant us your grace to understand your gospel more clearly and the strength to obey your teachings. Gracious and Holy Father, give us the wisdom to discover you, the intelligence to understand you, the diligence to seek after you, the patience to wait for you, the eyes to behold you, a heart to meditate upon you, and a life to proclaim you. Father God, through the power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we ask that your kingdom is worth more than all human treasure. Teach us to value your kingdom above everything else, Father God, and that we give ourselves to your service now and always. Father God, we pray for those who cannot pray for themselves, and we ask for you to bestow your grace upon them. May the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock, our redeemer, in Jesus' precious name, may we all come in agreement and say amen, amen, and amen. We thank you all for listening to this podcast. We pray you all have a happy and safe week. We will see you next week, same time, same place, but most importantly, we'll see you tonight on our YouTube Live. Be well. See you then. We love you, but most importantly, God loves you. Bye.